morning everyone. Welcome to St. Anne's Edmund. My name is Ian Meewood and I'm the vicar of this church. Good morning everyone. Welcome to St. Anne's Edmund. My name is Ian and I'm the vicar of this church. Actually, I'm Ian Greenwood and I'm the vicar of this church. But good morning to you anyway. Can you see the family likeness? Can you see the family likeness? Like father, like son. I'm sure you've heard phrases like that lots of times over the years. Having three sons and one daughter, it's a phrase that I've heard plenty of times. Oh, she's the image of you, or he's the image of you. They look or they sound just like you. They have your mannerisms. They're common phrases, aren't they? I've also had those phrases said about me. It's funny how so many people liken me to my dad. Not so much in my looks, but in my mannerisms and in the way that I speak or the way that I sound. If you're a regular here to St Anne's or a regular part of our on online growing community, you'll have heard Gary preach a couple of weeks ago when he introduced our new sermon series on the letter to the Colossians. And he began by talking about his own likeness to his own father and how his son also looks just like him. What's also amazing is how Gary's son is, if you like, following in his father's footsteps because he too is a priest in the Church of England, just like his dad. And also, I too am following in my father's footsteps because he was a vicar in the Church of England before I was. I really believe there's something in that, how God's calling runs through generations. But that is a conversation for another day. Right now, I can firmly say that none of my children have any intention of following in their father's footsteps and becoming a clergy person. Although the worrying thing for them is, that's exactly what I said. God had other plans, and here we are today. As parents, Nicky and I are in that lovely position to have children of varying ages. Our eldest son, Tom, who was obviously too old and too cool to be in that video intro, uh, he's 19 next month. Andrew is 16, uh, Naomi's 14, and Isaac, our youngest, he's just turned seven. But across those ages, it's fascinating to see the developmental changes uh, that each of the children has. From a young child, and Isaac, uh, who is still in infant school, to a strapping six foot four young man, Tom, who is actually miles taller and bigger than I am. It's amazing that around our dinner table, one minute we can be talking about things, childish things like learning and the importance of learning to tie your shoelaces, uh, to filling in application forms for provisional driving licenses, and then suddenly we can be discussing the current and the latest news and the importance and implication of that. And then when you throw a teenage daughter into the mix and suddenly we're discussing the importance of nails and makeup, it's no wonder I'm going grey, is it? But you know what? The amazing thing is, somehow through all of this, we're able to hold these things together. And through each conversation and through every shared experience, the children are growing and developing. Yes, they're maturing at different rates, but they are maturing and they're growing into the people that they are currently, but also into the people that they're going to be. Yeah, and there are real moments of tension, like any family. Tempers fray. And when there are six people competing to be heard, it's quite difficult at times. But through all of this, we are learning and we're growing. One of the scary things, though, about being a parent 
is that we are the example to our children. I was reminded last week by something that I saw on TV. Uh, it was a man who was actually saying that it, it hit him that he was the most influential male role model to his sons. And of course I knew that, but it struck a real chord for me when I heard him saying it. It's quite a responsibility, isn't it? And it's not one that I get right all the time. There are loads of times where I've made mistakes, where I've perhaps misread a situation. I've not listened to what's going on and I've jumped in two-footed and I've got it wrong. I might have lost my temper. And likewise, there are loads of times where I've had to go to my children later to apologise for getting it wrong. I suppose the thing is, as we think again about sitting round the table, we never stop learning, do we? It's just that as we go through life, the learning changes. But the thing is, children are learning through watching me and Nikki. Children learn through watching their role models. One of the things that I often say in church is, you're being watched. What do I mean by that? I'm not talking about the whole big brother thing watching you. No, I'm talking about as a parent, you are being watched. Somebody once said, if you want to see how your children will grow up, take a good look at yourself. But also, for those who profess to be Christians, we're being watched in a different way. The minute we profess our faith to other people, the minute we let others know that we have a faith in Jesus Christ, the world is watching you. Your friends, your work colleagues, your family, they're watching to see how you might react in a certain situation. They're waiting to see how you might speak into a situation. Quite simply, they are watching to see what impact your faith has on you in a real way. And that's a massive challenge, isn't it, to each and every one of us. What kind of a witness are we being today? Speaking from personal experience, I know there are so many times where, again, I've got that wrong. But there are also so many times where I've got that right. One thing is clear, over the years, as I've grown in my faith, as I've become more mature in my faith, I've learned that I don't need to try and please everyone. I don't need to feel the pressure that other people might want to put on me. What's important is, is this phrase, like father, like son. Do people see the image of the father in me? And I'm not talking about my earthly father, but about my heavenly father. Or simply put, do they see Jesus in me? You see, we are made in God's image. Yes, we might have our own family resemblance in a physical sense or in our characteristics, but much deeper than that, we are made in God's image. The ultimate creator of this world has left his DNA, his mark, his fingerprint in each and every one of us. And for those who've asked Jesus Christ into their lives, 
we have the seal of his spirit living in us. That's just amazing, isn't it? God's own spirit dwells in us if we've invited him in. And if we grow and we continue to develop in our faith, then his spirit changes us over time. And the fruits of his spirit that we read about in Galatians, they begin to ripen in us and people begin to see it. And they might say things to you like, you've changed. Or, or how come you don't do this anymore or do that anymore? Or why co- how come you do that now? But what they do see is that you're changing, you're growing, and you're becoming more like Jesus. The image of the Father. The Bible puts it like this in Ephesians chapter 3 verses 17 to 19. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all God's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amazing words, aren't they? So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. If we're growing in our faith, then we should be showing the true family likeness. We should be showing the love of Jesus Christ himself. So today, how will you let others see Jesus in you? Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that we are made in your image to reflect your glory. We thank you, Lord, that when we invite you, you come into our hearts, into our lives by your spirit, and there you dwell. We thank you, Lord, that as we grow in you, we are changed by you, and that every day we might become more and more like you. Father, this day, help us to show your love in different ways to the people that we might come into contact with. And we ask this in your name. Amen. I'm looking forward to seeing you hopefully on Saturday at our pub quiz. And if not there, I do hope to see you on Sunday for our online service at half past ten. But until then, God bless.